You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for this show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Candy Branham. Candy is president and CEO of Branham Electric in St. Peter's, Missouri. Her greater St. Louis family business has decades of success in the greater St. Louis area and beyond. Candy is passionate about IEC's mission of advancing Merit Shop electrical contracting. She's been very active in IEC for years, serving both on the national level at her chapter of Greater St. Louis IEC and as National Regional Director, National Committee Chair, and now on the IEC National Executive Committee as Board Secretary of this year and elected to serve as the National Treasurer next year in 2019. Candy, I'm looking forward to our conversation today and would like to officially welcome you to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great. Well, how are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you. Good, 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 good. Well, I shared a little bit of, about uh, about your your background, but it's I'm just barely even scratching the surface. I wonder if you could share a bit with us about uh, you know um, your past, a little bit from you know where where you grew up and how you got into the electrical industry. Anything you'd like to share? Absolutely. Um, I am born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh-huh. Um, have lived here all of my life, and um, I was pretty much raised as an only child. I have a half brother mm-hmm. who is uh, 16 years older than me, so wow. Um, wow. he was out of the house when I was two. Wow! Yeah. Um, but. Grew up in St. Louis, played a lot of sports in the community, um, went to high school here, and actually stayed in St. Louis, completed my Bachelor of Arts degree at a university locally here in town, and then uh, spent 10 years on the road playing music. Um, Music? Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, my husband and I had a four-piece group, and we traveled throughout the Midwest and the southern region playing hotels and uh, various places. It was was a lot of fun, and... uh, we what we made when we originally started was what we were making ten years later. So we decided yep. to come back into St. Louis and take advantage of our college degrees, uh-huh. which we already had. Um, and we kind of figured out that if you take ten years from getting your degree till utilizing it, they're not necessarily worth a whole lot. <laughs> um, so we explored other ways of uh, making a living, and Tim had a friend who was an electrical contractor, Mm -hmm. offered him a job, and that's how the company got started. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Wow. That's that's fantastic. There's there's a couple of of interesting uh, pieces there, too. I I didn't know about um, you you being essentially growing up as an only child and and having a a half-sibling that's 16 years older. Is that what you said? Yes. Uh-huh. Wow, wow. Um my I've I grew up kind of an only child as well and then then um I my my parents had my uh, surprise sister 12 and a half years later and it, so it's it's funny because yeah we 
yeah, there's there's such a gap. She, she basically grew up an only child. When I graduated high school, then she, the the um, spring before she started kindergarten that fall, you know, it's it kind of ships passing in the night type of thing. Um, but uh, but so yeah, so interesting. There's, there's a little bit of a commonality um, there of, of, of just kind of having that experience. But um, tell, tell me a little bit about this this uh, this decade of of traveling the the country and, and being a musician. Uh, well, uh, we were both, um, we have, uh, communications degrees, um, from the University of Missouri, St. Louis. Spent a lot of time working in the theater and playing music locally. Um, Tim is a guitar player and, uh, we both sing and I play flute and sax and, uh, wow. it was just, you know, um, not necessarily, I don't think, were we ever really looking to be stars, but mm-hmm. we, we made a decent living, and we, we had a heck of a good time doing it. We played a lot yeah. of hotels, top party type of lounges, yeah. and yeah. Uh, did did a, some duo stuff in, in more um, dinner theater sort of settings yeah. where we played um, some big band swing. Um, more laid back, older crowd type of of entertainment. Um, yeah, and we love doing it. Yeah, wow, wow. And and you, did you travel all over the country, or you we know, actually like... traveled pretty much through the Midwest and the East and the Southern region. Never made it out to, I'd say, kind of um, Kansas. Iowa, yeah. that was kind of our our line. Didn't make it too far west. Um, gotcha. Yeah. A lot of small towns, nothing really, really big. You know, we yeah. were kind of the local entertainment for the the city for the the evenings. <laughs> right, right. And not a lot to do during the day in those towns. Understood. Understood. Wow. Well, that that's that's so exciting. That's that's cool. I, I didn't realize that um, that you were a musician. I know that that you enjoy music and enjoy listening to music and. I guess uh, at an IEC event, we're going to have to ask you to bring your your uh, saxophone or, or your flute along, and have Tim bring a guitar too, and get you up on stage. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know about that one, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys still play and, and do anything? We play for or, our own yeah? personal enjoyment. That's yeah, kind of a good. way that we relax more than anything else. Just kind of get away from the the hectic pace of the yeah. everyday thing. We we play yeah. a little that's great that's great well that's wonderful um and and then yeah so then yeah you you um you came back to the st louis area and you're looking for career opportunities and um tried yeah tried to to dust off that, that college degree and put it to use and, and said you yeah you, you guys felt um it, it wasn't wasn't able to be exercised after after uh, a couple of years there um and and but then had the good fortune of knowing somebody and, and a close friend that was in the electrical industry and, and started to then venture in, in that way and, and that's where it started your whole career path it sounds like pretty much that's yeah. correct yeah huh that's great that's great and and um, I mean had you and, and Tim had you thought of being an electrician before that or was it really the Not influence? At all. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. Tim, actually, I found a job relatively yeah. quickly coming back into town just, you know, uh, yeah. 
job that that paid to so that we could live more than anything else. You bet. Yeah. And uh, Tim checked out a couple of more career type of opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. Always scored very well, but was still turned down. So, like I said, yeah. a friend came over and uh, and offered him uh, an. A, position as an electrician, an apprentice yeah. electrician in his company, and Tim said that, that he'd be very interested. You know, he said, um, my goal ultimately would be to get my master's license and start my own company, and mm-hmm. we had known uh, Jim since he was 14 years old, and, you know, yeah. he said, well, you guys have been self-employed most of your lives, so I yes. understand completely. Um, right. So that's just kind of how it all started. Tim worked for that's him true. for five years, went out uh-huh. and got his master's license, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, a year and a half later, we started Branham Electric. Wow, wow. And and you, you've been an integral part of that the, through the whole, the whole time of, of Branham getting getting started and, and moving through the years too actually I joined him three years into the company okay um, when he started the company it was just him in a truck yep. and after three years we were doing a lot of custom home construction yeah. um, we had five employees and mm-hmm. it had gotten to the point where he was working out in the field and then coming in and doing all the administrative yep. work and needed somebody to do payroll so yep. Um, I was kind of at a place in my life where I was going to either change what I was doing or mm-hmm. um, go out and find something else. So the opportunity mm-hmm. arose. I said, you know what, this is kind of down my strength point. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I'll come on and, and let's run with it. That's terrific. That's terrific. And you, you formed a strong partnership, and, and the company's been amazingly successful Um since those early days, I wonder if you have folks that that maybe aren't familiar with uh, with Branham Electric. I know, yeah, you you really you specialize and in, in run the the gamut um, of of services. Could you share a little bit about um, Branham and, and and what you guys do there? You bet. Um, as I said, we kind of started off in the residential custom home market, um, took that and grew into multifamily um, construction, new construction, uh-huh. mixed use, hotels, senior living facilities is really our niche. Um, and then in the 2007-2008, when the economy kind of slowed down, uh, we had the foresight to open up a service department, and at the same time, our utility company was coming out with some excellent um, energy-efficient lighting incentives in the area, so we got into that. We're one of the initial companies in the St. Louis area that started working with Amron on wow. energy efficiency. So cool. those two uh, areas kind of got us through the uh low time and new construction the you know 2007 through 2011 and we still have the service division still have the energy division and both yeah. of them are, are running strong for us that's great that's great wow and let me ask you a little bit about i mean this this uh, a trick question what's a typical day look like for candy Branham? Um, <laughs> there are no typical days. Uh, Very much. It's, it's the right. trick in it, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, typical day, well, the, yeah. the 
few things that, that do stay regular in, in any day is that we all start at 7 a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. um, and then our hours run 7 to 3.30. However, uh, some of our project managers and foremans are around to about 4.30. Tim and I may mm-hmm. still be in the office at 6.30, 7 o'clock, making, yeah. wrapping things up and getting things ready for the following day. Yeah. Um, but I handle the administrative HR and marketing side of mm-hmm. the company. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my day may be dealing with financial issues, may be dealing with HR issues, or may be talking with people to generate some new marketing. Mm-hmm. Terrific. That's terrific. Yeah. Because there is no typical day. We have our, our goals um, set forth for us of the things that we need to achieve and, um, there's a finite number of hours in the day, uh, so I'm told. Um, but uh, but but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of uh, priorities that then um, you know intercede within the the, uh, the goals that we have structured for ourselves. So you got to be versatile. I mean, it's a versa. Yeah, you, you got to be um, you know agile uh, to the versatility of, of everything that that uh, you're called to do during the day, and and that's. Part of what keeps it interesting to be in, in this industry, don't you think? I agree, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, you know, we we you mentioned yeah that the um, leading into the recessionary period. I mean, you guys had a different business model and and that you've come out of uh, post recovery with. Um, things have changed a lot. There's been a lot of technology and a lot of advances in in uh, you know the science behind. Um, the, the products that, that we're asked to, to be able to install and, and for our, our uh, customers and, and owners. Um, where do you think things are going a couple of years from now? And is it is it possible to look into that crystal ball and know where the, the electrical contracting industry is going to continue to evolve to? Wow, I don't know if it's possible. What I always tell our young guys is that I agree with you 100%. It is going to be ever-changing. There are always going to be new ways of doing things and Mm -hmm. things that are on the cutting edge that our trade probably a whole lot more than any of the other trades are Mm -hmm. always dealing with. They have hands-on, so it's always exciting it's never the same it's never stale um you know i think that we're going to be going to a whole lot more um controls of one type or other but mm-hmm. who knows what's what's going to be out there tomorrow yeah yeah absolutely it's it's, it's hard it's it's yes yeah, it's, it's like the magic eight ball and you shake it and so check back later outlook fuzzy um and that that's 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 because yeah, that technology is so quickly integrating itself into the construction industry, and and we're and, it, and so rapidly changing that yeah, the face of what we do and and everything that we do is, is um, it's hard to say, but it's it's definitely going to be changing, and it's it's very exciting um, that the things that uh, that have affected the industry thus far and, and looking forward. So it's a it's a rewarding and challenging career that way um, as well. Um, what what really wakes you up and jazzes you about coming to work, Candy? What what is it that you love about what you do? Um, I think that it's the variety. 
first off. I'm, yes. I'm not the type yes. of person that can do the same thing day in and day out. So I like coming and dealing with three or four or five different issues that are all over the spectrum of, of like I said, from financial to HR to marketing. I get excited, actually, even though I'm not an electrician, um, but I get excited when I see the, the really large projects that we're doing. When you mm-hmm. go out, you see mm-hmm. this this just flat piece of ground that has nothing there, and then, yeah. you know, a year to a year and a half later, there's this whole new apartment community that's up, right. and, and uh, they've got all the units full, and it's just going to town big time. That's what makes me excited is to see yeah. what the company as a, a whole does. Right, right. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, the the again the the, uh, the variety of of uh, challenges that are thrown your way and and um, tackling those pieces, but then the bigger picture of being a part of something where where yeah, that areas of town where where people will drive by and say, well, wow, look what's there. There was nothing there before. It was just it was just a plot. It was yep. just a plot, and now yep. it it helps to then bring value to our communities, give place you know places. Mm-hmm. For people to live and um, and and yeah, it creates you know strong commerce for our economy to thrive. So it's cool to be a part of that. It's very cool to be a part of that. And I think a lot a lot of us uh, um, take for granted um, the the uh, the complexity around what it takes to be able to take a um, a plot uh, you know a blank plot and um, all the engineering and design and all the construction and all the wiring and everything that needs to go into it to be able to then bring the infrastructure that we've got. Um, so it's 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 great to stay, take a step back and and look at that and 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 admire it and and uh, yeah yeah it sounds like it's a real motivator for you on a on a daily basis still too so that's great. I'm I'm curious too, Candy. Uh, are you a, are you a reader or how do you keep up with with uh, you know, changes in the industry and, and know you're very involved with an IEC and probably, and, mm-hmm. and I think you're also involved in, in forum groups, um, which are, are peer-to-peer you know, contractor network um, from, uh, you know, from non-competitive areas mm-hmm. across the country, different mm-hmm. peers that come together. Um, how do you, how do you keep up with things and, and, um, you know, keep, uh, keep fresh and on your game and, and, uh, and that type of thing? Yeah, well, I think the the IEC has a lot to do with it. Um, Our form group definitely has a lot to do with it. Um, Our form is actually joining a form is the best thing that as an electrical contractor that we've done in Mm -hmm. the 27 years that that we've been in business. Um, But the nice thing is, is that we get together twice a year. We share best practices. We're always talking about what's new and coming in the industry so that's one of the best ways that I found to keep up especially since I'm not an electrician Um, and reading some of the journals industry journals I just don't have the electrical background to be able to read some of the technical things so it's nice to to get together with with people either during IEC events or like I said at a forum group meeting um, either here in St. Louis or nationally to to listen Mm -hmm. to people talk because that gives me a lot of information that I can say oh I heard people talking about this and now I understand that (laughs) right 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 that's that's terrific that's terrific so 
Yeah, so the, yeah, you, it sounds like you derive a tremendous value, of value from uh, being participating within a forum and, and being a part of a forum group. You said that you know, one of the, the best decisions that you've made in 27 years of business. Is that Absolutely. right? Yes. Wow. Really, wow. really is. Um, there's just when you're an electrical contractor and you're getting together with 10 to 12, 15 of your peers from across the country who can, you know, I can go out if I have a situation and call one of them and say, hey, just give me your, an idea of what you do here. Or, yeah, you know what, I'm trying this and this is working out really well and somebody mm-hmm. else is trying something else. And that way, you know, it's it's everybody sharing what's, what works well for them so that I don't always have to be reinventing the wheel. I mm-hmm. sometimes go out and say, hey, do you have some job descriptions that I need or something like that? Yeah. I'll say, yeah, I've got these, and they'll send them to me, and then I can take them and, and work them for me. And, it, you know, we're saving each other not only time and effort, but in the long run, money, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it's great because, yeah, you realize that, you know, especially as, as leaders in, in companies, you, you sometimes, I mean, it, it's humbling. It's, it, it, we need to have a lot of humility because we're really, we're making our best guess every day. Um, we, we're learning. We're learning from the past. We're looking at the future. We're living in the moment, and we're making the best uh, hypotheses that we can on a daily basis. And sometimes, though, that you feel you're out to sea, uh, by yourself, you look around and you know in your horizon, and you see nothing but water. Um, right. But it, a forum Absolutely. helps to then show you those shining stars and those those uh, ports of entry and and areas where you can come in and and commune with like-minded people to be able to bounce ideas off of. Um, um, you know, celebrate uh, celebrate the victories that that each other has, build those those relationships for life, and um, and help each other out in times of need. So that's that's great that that you yeah, get to derive that value. Yeah, the other thing that you were saying too that that's nice is that you quickly learn that you know what you're not the only one out there having this issue or mm-hmm. dealing with this specific type of situation there are other people out there who are doing the same exact thing so you know it makes you feel more secure that yeah I am handling this correctly or right. Right. That, that makes sense absolutely it yeah it uh Gives you that sense of sanity sometimes to say, "Okay, I'm not crazy, or yeah. <laughs> I'm on the right path," or and and um, and that reassurance that that we uh, that we all need. So that's that's great. I'm 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 happy to hear that. And and um, you know, other folks in the IEC network that are listening to this, you know, we, we encourage you to take a look on our website, and there's there's more information about forum groups uh, to be able to learn more about that. And periodically, we do um, host webinars and and even. At IEC events, we've we've posted uh, different informational sessions about what our forum groups are, how to how to become active in one. So, um, sounds like it was a decision that you guys made a long time ago. But but others listening out there um, to our, our conversation, Candy just wanted to share that little that little piece too. Um, if if you could go back in time, if you could jump in a time machine, and you had 30 seconds to be able to impart some bit of wisdom to your 18-year-old self, um, what do you think you might say? Wow, good question. Um, 
probably not taking so long playing around with things that I thought were important that aren't. Yeah, yeah. Don't sweat the small stuff type of thing? Or? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and the time is of the essence. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so as you get older, it's going to seem a lot shorter than it did when you were 18, 20, 16, 17, whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about that adage a, a couple of years back of, of, you know, they say the time, you know, time keeps, it just keeps getting faster. And, um, and I started thinking about it scientifically and I said, well, actually you're right because the ratio of a minute, day, hour, year to the entirety of your life, the older that you get, then that ratio does get smaller and smaller. So, therefore, it is. The perception of time is continuing to get faster. And each day is an opportunity to be able to then seize that moment and and achieve uh, closer, to, closer to your goals and dreams. And, yep. yeah, you know, when we're, we're young, we don't – many times we don't fully realize that because it's it's all that we've known um, to that, that accord. Some of us, you know, the good fortune of, of – uh, seeing the the um, yeah, seizing that opportunity uh, younger, uh, and and then some of us are, are still trying to figure it out. I think too, um, how to how to structure things to be able to then you know use the to our advantage the most precious resource that we have, which is time, and how yep. we spend how we spend our time. So it's that's great. That's great. Well, that's that's very wise. That's very wise, my friend. Um, now you mentioned you do you play music. You guys play music mm-hmm. at night. What, what yeah. else do you do for fun? Uh, well, we like to fish and we like to travel. Uh-huh. So generally, um, during the summer, early spring, summer, if we can get away, we're on one of the lakes in Missouri fishing. Uh, Tim and I both like to bass fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the spring, we we like to crappie fish. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we both like to travel um, here mm-hmm. in the states and abroad. Um, yeah. So whenever we have the opportunity to to get away, we're looking to do that more. Yeah, great, great. That's great. What, where are some of your favorite places to travel to? Uh, well, our favorite place, I would say, so far is Rome, Italy. We've been there twice. Mm. Yeah. That's the only times that we've gone abroad and we haven't been able to get out of Italy. <laughs> so hoping to uh, maybe see a few more sites if we can yeah. can get away from Rome. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's so much depth of of history and and just richness of culture that that's there. Uh, I'm jealous. I've I've never never had the opportunity to go to Rome, but but um, you know just read about it and, and see pictures. So I'm I'm envious. Um, All right. Well, in, it, yeah, yeah. Take me along next time you guys are going. All right, highly we'll, we'll... recommended. <laughs> and any, uh, do you guys have any any uh, travel plans in the works? Uh, don't necessarily have anything right now. I mean, we're we're going into to the business summit in January yep. Yep. into Fort Lauderdale, and actually our forum group is meeting after the business summit. So um, that will be fun. If we can, we may take a couple of days to the front or the rear of that, just kind of depending on, on how things are going here mm-hmm. in the office. That's great. That's great. Well, good. Good, good, good. Well, Kenny, I'm, I'm curious, what is, uh, what's the future hold for you? What, what do you see in, in uh, the next couple of years for, for you and, and – uh, you know, personally, professionally? Well, the company's going very strong. Um, mm-hmm. And 
And our backlog is good right now. Luckily, they are building apartments everywhere. So yeah. that being one of our niches, that's a good thing for Branham Electric. Um, and I foresee that I think that it will be strong through 2019, probably into the first part of 2020. Mm-hmm. about as far out as we can see. Um, you know, we're looking to get people and um, kind of um, lead positions in place so that hopefully we can spend a little bit more time away from the, the company than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. That's, gotcha. that's one of our goals on the near horizon. Gotcha. That's that's great. That's great. So, yeah, so you guys have a, a strong backlog of, of work and, and seeing that, yeah, for really you know, the next year and a half or so, that uh, you feel very confident about the you know, performance of the company, performance of the, the overall market um, in, in St. Louis, and and then uh, yeah, being able to start start the, the succession. It sounds like, or, or being able to step back and and put people in key positions for for um, for you to be able to get out and, and see Rome and other places a bit more and. And do some bass fishing and crappie fishing, and <laughs> that's terrific. That's terrific. Well, good. Well, well, Candy, I really appreciate you taking time to share uh, a bit of your story, uh, more of your story with us today, and, and um, be a part of this podcast. This, is, this has been a lot of fun, very insightful. Thank you. Well, Spencer, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity, and I've had a great time. Awesome, awesome. Well, good, and thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org, and if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.